0: Welcome to Mighty Women, Season 1. Listen in to hear the stories of influential women and get leadership advice you can use in your own career. I'm your host, Riley Herman. Find us on MightyWomenPodcast.com. Trees do so much for us. They give us shade, clean air, and, of course, they're nice to look at. According to National Geographic... 42% of the city of Pittsburgh is covered by tree canopy. Today we sit down with Danielle Crumrine, the dynamic leader of an organization dedicated to tree conservation right here in Pittsburgh. Here's Danielle, the executive director of Tree Pittsburgh.
1: I've always loved trees. I grew up uh, spending all my summers and weekends at my grandparents' farm in Greene County where there are lots of trees and playing in the forest, getting lost with, you know, In my imagination Uh, so I've always loved the forest and felt very at peace there so when I moved to the city uh, to go to Duquesne and you know a very gray neighborhood that doesn't have a lot of trees downtown uptown the bluff um, I missed it Uh, so it was you know always searching for those places to go where I could be with the trees so, Tree Pittsburgh started back in 2006 out of growing concern for the well being of Pittsburgh's trees. So, it was started by um, the Pittsburgh Shade Tree Commission, which is a, a commission within city government. Okay. And they felt the need for a nonprofit organization to engage the community in tree care and tree planting, um, education because what was found at that time was um, just a lack of proactive tree maintenance on street trees. But we know if there's lack of maintenance on street trees, there's probably lack of maintenance in parks and everywhere else that there's public trees. So we had our work cut out for us and uh, got started right away with the tree tender program, which is a eight hour training program for residents. and. You know, at this point, we have 1,800 people who have graduated from that class 10 years later, 12 years later. Um, we, of course, plant trees uh, with the community. We organize tree care events, mulching, weeding, pruning. Uh, we work with youth. We have in-school and out-of-school programs, and we have adult education classes as well.
0: Danielle explained that while the city of Pittsburgh has many trees, they are not equally dispersed throughout the city.
1: Yeah, so you, when you do... Look at the city, especially from Mount Washington, for example, it looks very green, and it is. There's um, over 40% tree canopy in the city. However, if you look at neighborhood by neighborhood, uh, there's neighborhoods as low as 5% tree canopy and others that are you know, 70% tree canopy. So there's a disparity in canopy that is definitely helps to drive our work and so that we can focus on neighborhoods of need. How did you end up at Tree Pittsburgh? I started my career with an organization called Allegheny Cleanways, uh, which focused on cleaning illegal dump sites, litter, trash from the river, the hillsides in our city. Um, so I got to know others in the sector through my work at Allegheny Cleanways. So when Tree Pittsburgh was getting up and started, uh, the board of directors encouraged me to apply, um, applied, and here I am. <laughs> Many years later, yeah. so really, that's that's what it comes down to. It was um, it was an evolution for me, being a, a one woman organization at Clean Ways and being ready for the next challenge of mm-hmm. you know running something that was much larger than that.
0: What inspires you to be passionate about the environment?
1: So growing up, in between Washington and Greene County, it's coal country, and my dad was a coal miner. My grandparents were coal miners, um, also farmers. So I had this exposure early on to what uh, pollution can do to this beautiful landscape. And I saw firsthand the cracking along the ceilings from um, the houses settling over top of coal mines. Streams disappear or they run orange. We see that in our region. So I knew that something was going wrong because of the work that was being done. I was too young to truly understand the science or anything. Um, But as I got older and more educated on the subject, I knew that uh, there was a role I could play in um, helping to protect our environment. And I also grew up um, very uh, surrounded by people who cared Mm -hmm. a lot about social justice. Um, My family, there are a lot of union members in my family, union organizers, I went to a Catholic school that it um, you know, was very service-oriented, social justice-oriented, so it was always part of my life. So when I moved to the city, and again, you go to college, you learn a lot about the world, and you start to um, get exposure to um, you know new different places, and you see firsthand the disparities that exist. You know, folks that have parks and trees, and places that don't have parks and trees places that have a lot more air pollution than other neighborhoods, and that's not fair. And that's, that sort of was a driver for me. I did not study the environment. I studied um, political science and Spanish. I thought that I was going to join the Peace Corps, travel the world, but it was through volunteer work in college um, and, and seeing this disparity that really kind of drove me to pursue it in a serious way as a board member and then as a career. What does a typical day look like for you? There's no typical day for me. It is truly one of my favorite parts of my job. Um, I could be helping at a tree planting in the morning and writing a grant in the afternoon. Uh, It really varies, but primarily right now, my responsibility is Fundraising. Uh, we're in the middle of a capital campaign to build an education center and a new office on the Allegheny River and expand our tree nursery operation there. It's a five acre site. So I am taxed with raising two point six million dollars. So I have six hundred thousand left to raise. So that truly is my um my focus right now so a typical day at this point is writing grants writing grant reports meeting with potential sponsors donors um really keeping my eye on the on the ball to 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 raise the money that we need
0: danielle offered some advice for those who like her need to fundraise for their job it's something i personally feel i need to get better at
1: the key is remembering that you're not asking for you You're asking for your mission and you constantly have to remind yourself and you have to be a little fearless, which it's not easy. But once you do it for so long, you just you get used to it. What challenges have you faced in your career so far? The biggest challenge for me is managing, um, the stress of a job when, especially when you're in a leadership role and you have a lot of responsibility when you get to the point where you're responsible for ensuring that everyone gets a paycheck, that's a pretty stressful thing. Um, and being able to multitask in a way that, um, you know, you're, you're balancing all the fundraising you need to do, the strategic management, Um, with life as well um, and life outside of work. So I've learned a lot over the years of how to manage it all and I think that is super important and having um, how to build a team around you and how to delegate has been one way to get through that challenge Um, and really learning how to manage stress overall. I think, you know, you go to bed at night and your stomach might be in a roller coaster mode and how do you calm yourself? How do you manage that? That's really important to find ways to do that. Otherwise, you will not last long in the in that world how did you manage that i keep things in perspective i you know anytime i'm feeling super stressed i think well it could be so much worse Um, and i have this way of telling myself it's going to be okay it always is everything works out you can't allow yourself to be paralyzed and do nothing because then yes it may not work out um But if you stay focused and take action and say to yourself, it will work out and have faith. And, you know, I think we've done a good job at Tree Pittsburgh of setting ourselves up for success. So having a really clear argument for our case. So why trees are important, you know, pulling together the research and having, you know, Being really great at articulating why trees are so important and being able to sell that to all the different audiences and stakeholders. Um, We've done a really good job of setting that up so that it does make our job a little easier. And it is very clear as to why trees are important. What core values guide your leadership practice? My core values as a leader definitely is um, putting myself second. And when it comes to the team, thinking about how can the team rise up? How can everyone, um, how can I facilitate everyone reaching their full potential? Who could take my job after me? You know, I'm always thinking about... Um, number one, making sure everyone feels appreciated, understands their role, has a clear vision for where we're going. That's very important. And that they contributed to that vision. That it's just not uh, ordered, an order to them. Um, so for me, focusing on building your team up and making sure that everyone feels supported, that is definitely at the heart of my leadership style. And then also making sure that it's a a fun, positive place that, you know, we spend a lot of time at work, right, 40 plus hours a week. It should be a place that you want to go every day and that it's not just a job that you have to get through, work towards the weekend, that you're actually engaged and, and love it. You know, if everyone could skip to work every day, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, so really that's that's what I focus on and by doing that I found that we are more successful.
0: What practices have helped you grow as a leader?
1: I think an important practice to develop your leadership skills is talking to other leaders and getting a peer network. Um, Having other, in my instance, as an executive director, who are other executive directors that I could meet up with and we can talk shop, we can have a therapy session, if you will. Having a trust among your peers is, is very important and I've learned a ton. Um, and then there's you know, folks who have been at it way longer than me, you know, who definitely find a mentor, who is somebody that even if it's twice a year, You know that you could call them and have coffee or lunch, um, talk about your own career path. I think that's very important. Um, And also, I think it's important as a leader to have a deep knowledge base and what you are trying to sell or what you're leading. So for me, since I do not have training in um, forestry, for example, you know, getting that extra knowledge so that I do know what I'm talking about and learning from my colleagues who studied it at university has been very important.
0: Can you talk a little bit about your experience as the board president of Allegheny Cleanways?
1: I stepped on a board of directors at twenty two years old, which, you know, is, is young. Um, what I think is so special about that are the 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 elders that were in that core group of founders of Allegheny Cleanways, they took a risk on me. They said, let's make this 22 year old our board president. Primarily, their motive was I was the one who had the energy and the free time. Um, They all were directors of their own organizations and didn't have the time, but they were willing to support me. Um, So they took a risk on me, and that has been a theme throughout my entire career. Um, You know, whether it's a foundation or, you know, an organization that said, okay, she's young, but let's let's give her a shot so I think you know once once don't be afraid to apply to be on a board whether there's a call for board members or not if there's an organization you're interested in write a letter to the president of the board and say hey I'm so passionate about your mission here's what I I just graduated with a degree in communications I'm starting out a new job XYZ I really would love to gain the experience of serving on a board and you know." I promise to be a good, a good board member to you. Loyal. So don't be afraid to try. In fact, a lot of boards want young people to be represented because it's a key audience that you want to reach. So I think, you know, it's super important just to try and not be afraid. And then once you're on the board, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, maybe listen at first, if they don't offer an orientation, I would ask for one. Say, could you provide me with an orientation? Um, ask for their financials. We call it 990, the tax forms that organizations fill out. Ask for a copy because you want to also understand what you're getting yourself into Um, because boards are the fiscal, they, they hold the fiscal responsibility for the organization. So finding out as much as you can, listening, and then don't be afraid to ask questions and speak up.
0: What do you think is the biggest challenge facing our environment, and how are you working to address that?
1: Yeah, so the biggest challenge uh, facing our environment absolutely is um, climate change and um, the realities that we're now facing with extreme weather and all of this heat that we're dealing with and the storms, and this impacts the forests greatly. Um, it's easily, you drive around after a storm and you see all the trees that are falling, but also with the changing temperature, we have pests and disease issues that we did not have before. So things like oak wilt, emerald ash borer, uh, hemlock wooly adelgid these are things that typically in the coldest part of the winters could die down, but now we're seeing them survive our winters, which is not a good thing. So definitely we're being impacted by climate change. But then there's there's also just the basic appreciation for the environment and the fact that um, we need a healthy environment to have clean air and clean water. Um, these are all things that our lives depend on. Um, And I think there's a growing attention to it. I think here in Pittsburgh, we absolutely see um, greater engagement from the public. We work with thousands of volunteers every year. And these are people that they do. They value it. They're giving us a donation. They're coming out to volunteer. You see these small nonprofits starting up. um, You see the urban agriculture movement you know, leaps and bounds forward. People are biking. So it's definitely catching on. Um, But I think we need to make some drastic changes at high levels if we're going to get through it.
0: What do you think is your greatest achievement so far?
1: My greatest achievement, I think, is yet to come, but I see it. I'm almost there. And that is building out Tree Pittsburgh's new campus on the Allegheny River. It's a 6,500-square-foot workshop, office, and education center. And it is going to be an amenity for the entire region, a place for school field trips, adult education. Um, Our heritage nursery is just growing, growing. It'll um, get up to 100,000 trees um, over the next several years. So to me, the day that I walk into my office door, which should be... Within the next few months, yeah. that will be my greatest achievement, for sure. What's the best part of your job? The best part of my job is the ability to be creative every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, problem solving. I love, I love having a problem and figuring out a solution, working within a team. And I have the most amazing team to work with. And then the volunteers, When you feel that energy on a Saturday morning, when everybody shows up at 8 a.m. ready to plant trees, it is truly inspiring. What advice do you have for young people interested in conservation work? My greatest advice uh, for anyone interested in conservation work is to go and volunteer. And volunteer with a you know diverse grouping of organizations. If you're truly interested in it, try to get some greenhouse growing experience, litter cleanup, everything. Just try it all out because there's so many different career paths that you could take. Um, and volunteering doesn't necessarily mean the, the physical labor side. It could be volunteering to do social media or graphic design it could be anything you know organizations need all sorts of support
0: if you're interested in volunteering or donating to danielle's organization you can learn more at treepittsburgh.org mighty women is recorded and produced in pittsburgh find us on facebook at facebook.com slash mighty women podcast and check back weekly for new episodes on itunes and soundcloud